Welcome to movies.edu.gov. Today we will talk about the 2020 movie The Photograph with Rocco. Hey, hello, welcome to movies.edu.gov. I'm Dr. Fuzz. I watch movies for the government or some shit. I have to watch every fucking movie that comes out in 2020, and I hate all of them. And it's making me reconsider if I like movies, if I'm good at talking about movies, because all I'm saying now is just like, this sucks. I hate it. I hate these movies that have come out. Um, uh, with uh, with me today to help me try to figure things out. Well, I have the lawnmower in the background. Uh, shouldn't have scheduled this during yard work, but you know what? Let's get through it. Uh, Rocco is here to talk with me about the photograph. Hi, Rocco. Hey, I think the lawnmower adds something. It does. I promise it's not a mic problem. It is a lawnmower problem, and the lawnmower is right outside my window right now. Do you think it's the government? They're like, uh, yes. it's like a fake landscaping company that's really just monitoring to make sure that you're actually watching the movies you're supposed to be. Well, I am in my government compound. This is a government-funded podcast. Uh, Donald Trump has been the only <laughs> president to acknowledge the arts and has given me a movie podcast. Um, and uh, and what a movie podcast it's been, folks. Uh, I, I've hated everything, and then this, but this movie today, honestly, like, kind of brought me back, and I was like, who would have guessed that, like, the lineup for every movie that came out until now, I would have been like, yeah, the photograph is, like, the, like, one of the better things. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's got Lakeith. Lakeith is good, Lil Rel steals the show. Dude, the whole supporting cast is so good. It is, yeah. Like, there's... I don't know. It was just, like, such a, like, nice surprise. Uh, uh, have you seen... Let's talk about this director first, though. Yeah. Do you know who Stella, Stella Meggie? Yeah, I looked her up. I haven't um, actually seen any of it. Holy yeah, she shit. did that really quick. <laughs> you hear, you hear that, so right? Loud. It's not just me? Just keep going, keep going. It's so loud. <laughs> Sorry, Stella Maggie. Uh, you're still welcome to come on the podcast and discuss your filmography whenever you want. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, um, uh, she did that movie Everything Everything, yeah, which the, is one of those like that's the one I knew about. Yeah, it looked horrible. Yeah, it's like one of those young adult novels turned into a a, a movie, and uh, yeah. Uh, it's not that good. It made me fear going into this. And then also the trailers before this. I don't know if you sat through the trailers before this one. I but, will uh, not watch a trailer unless it's in the theater. So I didn't actually see the trailer for this. Gotcha. Or the trailers before this. Oh, uh, I uh, uh, skipped them. <laughs> I, I'm able to. Uh... Yeah, um, I got worried because it was a bunch of those like Christian like rom coms. Oh, okay. Okay. So that where did did you see it at like an AMC? I did. Okay. Um. This is a, this is alleged, and I think that <laughs> I I hope that this doesn't become a very uh very very popular podcast because this is a weird allegation. But I I'm like eighty percent sure that um AMC does like profiling for their trailers. <laughs> Uh, because maybe yeah because i've heard i've heard some stories about some trailer packages there where i'm like you know what i'm starting to put together a little theory in my head and uh i don't i don't love the result of it but that, i mean that, that's kind of something that i that i've thought for a while well i mean it is really weird and i feel i agree with you but there are times where i'm like how how was this the one that was like packaged to us? Because uh, I saw you remember that movie Crawl with the alligators. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, there was a Toy Story four. There were two Toy Story four trailers before that. That makes me wonder so, if Crawl was Crawl like Touchstone or something or, or like what did, maybe yeah. I should yeah I should just look it up. But yeah, it had to be something like that where I'm like, why why is there two? Yeah, because like, Disney's crazy about their trailers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a fucking Disney trailer before everything, at least one. Even if it's, like, this one, like, 
it'll be a bunch of rom-coms and stuff and then like all of a sudden uh black widow yeah 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 i mean so just out of nowhere and you're like oh this fucking shit again god damn well, and it. it sucks because it's, it's like kind of all like the movie theaters think that they're it's in their best interest to show those trailers because they're like, oh, that's what's going to make money, so we want people to know about it and come here to see it. But it's like, they're going to come here to see that anyway. <laughs> like, the the Marvel yeah. stuff, you don't, need to put, you don't need to put it out. I mean, it's kind of a catch I, mean, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's like one of those things where people see the trailer before. Like, most people who are, like, going to see the Marvel movies have already watched the trailer, like, ten times right. on YouTube or something. So, yeah, it's just interesting that they're like, oh, it's we're going to catch, like, uh, uh, the older, the, like, the grandparents who are going to see this war movie. Right. By, and they'll all of a sudden be like, ooh, who's Black Widow? Who in... Rocco, you... What? Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you have the inside scoop on movie theaters and stuff like that. Uh, how, how did the photograph perform? Uh, for us, well, um, I actually haven't checked like the box office mojo numbers or whatever, but I, I know that it was our actually our number one movie over the weekend. So it, yeah, it did pretty it beat Sonic, well. It beat Sonic um, by fifty dollars, so like three people. Wow, <laughs> yeah. wow. Um, yeah, I mean overall, it came in fourth behind Fantasy Island, but like only by like two hundred thousand. No, okay, that make that makes some sense because we were one of the only theaters that showed it, so that would make sense that people would come to our theater to see it. But it destroyed Fantasy Island at my theater. Yeah, yeah, and even now, like I'm looking at like the daily uh, charts, and it's coming in second place to Sonic. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like throughout the week, so probably a big a bigger week movie. And word of mouth, I think too. I mean, like you said, it's easily one of the best movies of the year if not the best depending on who you talk to so far for sure i think there's gonna be a lot of people being like oh you know what i actually saw this thing and it's it's like not that bad like it it's honestly maybe in my top three of movies i've seen this year uh maybe maybe two it would be my it would be my top three if i'm counting the assistant as this year because it was i couldn't Uh. i couldn't see it last year I still need to see that. But other than that, yeah, I think I, I, it's really close with Birds of I actually liked Birds of Prey, so. Ah, gotcha. I, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. There were things I liked, but uh, overall I just was not a fan. I, my favorite movie's been The Gentleman still. Me too. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's and it's weird where it's like it, it's hard talking about like ranking these or anything. Cause it's not like I generally love any of them, you know, but yeah, it's the shitty thing until like may your top 10 has like four movies. You don't even like that much in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and who knows this, this year I'm looking at some of the stuff coming out between here and now. And, uh, this year we may have to push that back to July or August. Yeah. This, uh, is, this is a pretty, this is definitely, I mean, I say a lot. I'm always defending, like, every every year when people are like, this is a bad year for movies, I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, people say that every year, and every year there's 40 movies I liked, you know? So Yeah, and pe- people said that about 2019, even though there were, I was like, fuck, there were, like, there was a good number that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, so. I mean, every year there's always good movies. This year was the first year, though, where I looked at our, like, <laughs> our, like, giant fucking piece of paper that has every movie coming out on it, and I was like... Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Who knows? I mean, whatever. I'll watch the shit out of that. I, oh, I, I'm watching the it, babe. but Last it was Witch Hunter it was, was pretty pretty fun in a shitty schlock way. It was uh, Bloodshot written by the guy who directed Fantasy Island. So, uh, oh really? <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Okay, okay. Can't wait for Scoob. For Scoob, I'm still pretty upset that they recast matt lillard yeah I, someone else brought that up uh before and that is fucking like cruel yeah. that they brought everyone else back it's <laughs> <That's> really rough <laughs> and uh uh i'm just let, let's let's talk about some movies coming out have you seen anything for legally blonde three i this is you're breaking this news to me i, I it's coming out in may I, early I knew, may i i i've of course have like definitely seen seen it on the paper that i look at but i it, it's gone out of my mind you, this was a surprise <laughs> when, you, when you said that i was like holy shit really 
Yeah, we have a we have a fucking uh, movie weekend where it's that John Stewart political comedy. Okay. And an adaptation of the Artemis Fowl book. That's finally happening. It is. Disney's doing it, and though it, that's going to be such a weird weekend, and it's going to be it's the weekend after it's the weekend after SpongeBob and Fast and Furious. Artemis so, Fowl. Like, that movie has been that movie has been in development hell for like over fifteen years. Yeah, I feel like a lot of studios this year are like, all right, new decade, let's uh, get all this shit out, because uh, I did Last Full Measure with Benedict Turdsman, and uh, that movie's been in development for like 20 years. Really? So it feels like there a lot of stuff here is like stuff that's been around for quite some time. Yeah, holy shit. That they're like, fuck it, fuck it, just get it out. Yeah, it's such a weak year, supposedly, that they're just like, yeah, I mean, let's just take all the properties that we're sitting on and... Yeah, Escape Room Two. Hey man, <laughs> there there's been a lot of movies recently, um, where like the the opening movie, I'm like, God, that was not that great, but the sequel is going to rule, and Escape Room was one of them. I I kind of agree. Yeah, where, like the end of the movie promises a sequel that will guaranteed be better than the original. Like like the new Predator movie, which I actually did like. I really like Shane Black, but. The end of that, when he puts on that fucking suit and he's like gonna go into space and hunt predators, I was like, "It's gonna be the coolest movie in the world." And it didn't make near, it didn't make nearly <laughs> enough money. There's no way they'll make the sequel, but like, yeah, to warrant for another one. Yeah. There's another one too. I can't remember which, but yeah, like a lot of these movies, I'm like, damn. Like, I think it was maybe Captain Marvel. Uh, one of one of those like movies where Ugh. I was just like, okay, that was not good, but the second one's gonna be tight. I can't remember what it was, but. But well, yeah, and I agree about that with Escape Room because, like, I like that more than any of the horror movies of like this year, and that was like the first January horror movie last year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, definitely, I think it's a lot. Even though you know, I'm not, I, I don't love it, but I thought it was way better than like Fantasy Island or The Turning or something. Yeah, I have just no interest in movies like that. Usually, I, I'll sometimes like that's like my wife's favorite genre of movie, like like bad horror movie yeah so i'll watch them and and I, I mean i do sometimes get a little bit of enjoyment out of them but a lot of like did you see that movie winchester a couple of years ago with uh oh god yeah <laughs> where they they shoot the ghost with a gun it's just so boring like it's just like <laughs> that premise was kind of cool too like there's just like, there's movies like that there's horror movies where i think their elevator pitch is probably really good and then the execution's yeah. just like terrible, and they get they get a star, and uh, they squander the shit out of it, and it's just a boring, boring movie. I think that happens. That's a lot. yeah. That's how I felt about Fantasy Island for sure. I was like, this you could convince me like that this could be fun, cheesy like horror, but it's like. Uh, I don't know. It just comes off as confusing. Like, it did not stick the landing, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how much of that is, like, studio notes, too. Like, I think sometimes there's, like, a vision, and then it just gets, like, watered down to the point that it's, like, not even worth making, but they kind of have to make it still. Yeah. Did Did you know they're, they're making a sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard? Ugh. <laughs> with Brian Reynolds yeah. and Samuel Jackson yeah. called The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's what the title is? Yes. I really like that. And with Selma Hayek, so who knows? Okay, I really like that title. I think that's fucking hilarious. But that movie is pretty bad. Yeah. Hitman's um, <laughs> Wife's Bodyguard. Let's, uh, <laughs> hey, and if it's Selma Hayek, she's having a good year. I kind of liked her in Like a Boss, even though that movie Me too. Uh, sucked. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. Oh, you saw Like a Boss. Of course I did. <laughs> okay, Rocco, you're going to see Fantasy Island. I don't think this is a spoiler. You know um, Jimmy Yang and that other guy, the like bros that make makeup in Like a yeah. Boss? They're in Fantasy Island as the same characters. The two same actors? Two same actors playing. Uh, they don't. It's not like they have the same names or anything. No, but it's, it's not literally like, the uh, two no. same actors. Two same actors who play brothers who act the exact same way. That's so fucking weird. Isn't it weird? It's like a fucking package deal. Like, they're like, this is our bit. You can put it in your movie. It's funny because we call each other brother, even though I'm white and he's Asian. That's so strange. Like, yeah, that's... Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. That's, like, unprecedented. 
<laughs> I can't re- like yeah. The last time that would happen would be like in like the 30s I was gonna say when the it's just all studio forged. filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Like, the pa- like the fucking Abbott and Costello. <laughs> yeah, that are, that's a the 2020s Abbott and Costello right there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I was just like so shocked because I, I was like, oh, yeah, I know Jimmy Yang's in this. He's from like a boss. And then I saw the other guy and I was like, wait, what? Is, what? That's so. And crazy. then, the yeah, their whole bit is the exact same bit where they, they just like uh, do fast talking jokes at each other. Man. The- it, it's interesting. And I, I'm a fan, though. I kind of like them. They made the movie a little bit better. I will say that there was a, like a boss was awful, but there was one part that I I mean, I watch, I've told you this, I watch most stuff alone, mm-hmm. so, like, comedies sometimes don't hit as hard with me, um, yeah. because, you know, there's no, like, other people laughing, <laughs> uh, but, yes. like a boss, there was one part that I was, like, and I also watch a lot of movies at, like, 8 a.m., <laughs> but I was, like, I was fucking dying laughing, and it was the part where that guy walks out of that coffee shop, and he, like, he, like, puts his face to the glass, and he, like, wants everybody to feel... Oh, yeah, what's to, his name? That was such a funny... Is Billy Porter? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I think name. that is yeah, it. Yeah. That was such a funny, like, acting choice. I was like, damn, okay, that that got me. He was he was great, and, like, uh, a thing about that movie is, even though it's not good, I think uh, Miguel Arteta, like, all his the movies he directs have, like, really cool, uh, like, really good casting. Yeah. Of like comedy favorites, like he, like Jennifer Coolidge and stuff. Like he'll just throw in there. Yeah. And like you can tell, uh, you can he, tell people he knows... who are like fans of of like genre. Like when they when they get somebody like Jennifer Coolidge or like Rob Zombie's casting in horror movies. Like there's cool stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and he, I, I think he does that really uh, well in all his movies. Uh, but yeah, and like a boss, it definitely did not pan out. <laughs> not, not exactly. No. It's too much. That was the very first Zillow ad in the movie, in movies of this year, uh, making a total of two Zillow ads that we've had in so movies. So far. It's a, the year is young, yeah. my friend. I think I, I, what do you, th- what would you put the over under at? You want to, you want to, you want to get some action going for the Zillow ad over under? I kind of do. I'm going, <sighs> hmm. I'd say at least six. Okay. So you think six or more? Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. All right, I, I, I kind of like that, actually. I think that's probably going to happen. It probably will, because there's going to be a lot of uh, movies where someone is going to say, oh, I need to find a new place. Oh, uh, you just, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. can work in any movie. And and, and then there's, so my, my lock is that f- five at least, and then there's going to be at least one movie that's like an actual good, like prestige movie that mentions Zillow. Oh man, that would be. And it's not going to be product placement. It's just going to be realism. But the other five are it, all going to be product placement. It's going to be in like Tenet. <laughs> yeah, you're right, right. Like the Nolan one. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Look up Zillow, mate. We got to see where the new flat is. <laughs> <laughs> or he just has. Uh, did you see Birds of Prey in IMAX? No, we don't have. I mean, we don't have IMAX, so. Oh, gotcha. Because they had a the opening scene of a tenant in the IMAX screening. That's tight. I looks looks pretty cool. I love that shit. I I uh I was so mad. My cousin would always invite me to the the like Nolan IMAX preview things. Like he would go see a movie and then leave after the trailers. <laughs> and uh, I was always working, but I'm so I'm so like jealous. That's like because that's like seems like a thing that's like not gonna ever happen again. Like being excited, yeah, right. Yeah, like, like that, that like kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, like actual midnight movies aren't really a thing that much anymore. Because after the shooting, yeah. they made it all like seven p.m. So there's like something about, oh yeah, yeah, something about a midnight movie that was cool, and then like actual lines for movies was cool. I, I, obviously, it's like kind of better now. Like having to line up sucks, but like the the the. Uh, the community aspect of like going to the movies. I don't know. Something about that was cool. And I'm like, that's kind of gone. Yeah, for sure. And you're right about like, I had a weird feeling seeing like, Oh wow. an opening, they're just throwing in a scene of a movie that they're like, you'll probably like this. And, uh, it, I don't know. Yeah. It just like took me back. I was like, when do you ever see any other movie? Like even like fast and furious, like they won't have like a whole, just a whole scene. 
I think Life of, Before Life the of movie. Pi did it. And I remember being really impressed with that, too. Really? Yeah. I don't think I saw that one in the theaters. I, I can't remember what I saw the trailer on, but it was on maybe a Harry Potter movie or something. But uh, it was like mm. it was like him in the boat with a tiger when the when the fish are all jumping out of the water and he's like trying to catch the fish and then the tiger and him like get mad at each other and then it just is over and I was like damn that was super effective way to like show off like the atmosphere the and the visuals yeah yeah it wasn't like it wasn't giving anything away and it was just like okay i'm fucking in <laughs> like i'm so in for this movie yeah right this just looks nice you don't need to know anything ha- like going on uh especially with like the fucking nolan one because it's like you have no idea why there's like a heist and then like the only thing people will say in the opening scene is something extremely cryptic like the sun always sets <laughs> yeah like, didn't you know and then <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah, it's great. But, uh, oh, and we started by talking about the trailers before this movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, we were doing an episode about a specific movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not just movies in general. Um, but there was a, uh, before the photograph, lots of, like, Christian, most rom-coms are, like, Christian. There's one called, like, it's The Secret. You know the book, The Secret? Oh, yeah. So it's like the secret colon uh, something. Let me see if I can find it. But it has like Katie Holmes and it's just like a uh, what her home gets destroyed by like a Hurricane Katrina type of thing. And then a guy helps out. It's like, why is he oh, helping? I saw and he's that. like, it's just, I saw that trailer. it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, I saw that trailer. Yeah. So it's Brutal. like that was preparing me to think that this movie was going to have a Christian because so, it feels like every fucking romantic movie can't just be like a romance. It has to be like a romantic comedy that's like t- super silly, or it has to be like very serious and about God. The is it a pure flicks? Is it a uh, a pure a pure? I don't even think it is. Like I think it's just bleed. Like uh, now other studios are seeing how good like pure flicks like dominates. Oh, dude, they're and like, then... they're like killing it. Yeah. Let me find this fucking movie. Now it's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, I can't find any, like, I can't find a uh, high-res photo so I can zoom in on the poster. Is it a Roadside Attractions? Yes. No shit. Yes, it is. I think they're just a And, yeah, Roadside Attractions, I think after Peanut Butter Falcon, they're like, hell yeah, we can dominate. We know how to dominate in, like, middle America. Yeah. Because, uh, like, that was. They put out some good stuff. Uh they do they do um you know it it's all right but then yeah it's stuff like the secret dare to dream that's what it's called <laughs> the secret colon dare to dream and it's weird did they make a secret movie before and like that's why they couldn't uh, yeah everyone here's my cat there was a secret uh movie um i remember the poster but uh yeah 2006 what was the one? Oh, the the Giver was the other one with Taylor Swift. Yeah, the Giver. Yeah, that's the other. Like there was like an onslaught of like Tuesdays with Maury, the Giver, and the Secret movies. Yeah, not good. No, 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 not good. Uh, but yeah, such a weird. And Katie Holmes coming back big. Brahms, the boy too, and the Secret <laughs> Dare to Dream. <laughs> I. Uh... I love when you say Brahms the boy too, because I've heard you say it probably at this point maybe ten times between your show between your show and our conversations, and you say it with such hate, and <laughs> it really tickles me. It's the boy is bad. It's just such venom in your voice. You're like Brahms the boy too, like. It is so just even like everyone laughs at the trailer whenever I go see anything. Whenever for all the horror movies I've been to, whenever the Brahms fucking trailer comes on, everyone's just cracking oh, really? up. Everyone's That's like, what awesome. the fuck? I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, it may get like this stupid, uh, like, hey, let's just go see this. It's going to be dumb as fuck. Uh, People liked the boy, man. Yeah. People, the boy did, the he, boy did well. Obviously, I mean, uh, ghost dolls, ghost dolls are big. Like when the first time we saw the trailer in a theater, my girlfriend turned to me and she's like, is that a Robert the doll movie? And I was like, no. And because she's obsessed with like the BuzzFeed paranormal oh, yeah. investigator <laughs> okay. stuff. Yeah. 
So she she knows like all the names of the <laughs> real of the real haunted dolls. I'm like, no, this is Brahms. This isn't uh, this isn't a real haunted doll. It's a it's a fake one they made. Um, no doubt inspired yeah, it's, by Robert. They're coasting off like uh, Brahms and Annabelle are coasting off of uh, the hard work that actual <laughs> real real dolls. Um, yeah, uh, have put into uh, into our uh, our social conscious by freaking us all out. I saw a haunted doll at the Zach Baggins uh, Haunted Museum in Vegas. You went, huh? That's like my my, my I, wife's mecca. I uh, I did. I went for a bachelor party. the The groom wanted to do that for the bachelor party. Yeah, my wife uh, puts down a prayer rug and does a Ouija board in the direction of Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Every day. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got cursed after that because, like, when we walked into like the room with like the haunted <laughs> with the haunted doll, they were like, "You have to be respectful." I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck's up, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you curse yourself. Yeah, and then after that, you know, I started like seeing a little girl following me around, like on my way home from work, and bleeding, bleeding kind of went eyes. away. So. I, yeah, I, I think I'm good. Once I started doing this podcast, it went away. So I think the <laughs> podcast is helping with the, in that respect, keeping me unhaunted. It's too bad you're thinking about canceling the show. You might actually get killed by that ghost. <sighs> you know, now that you put it like that, I may not cancel it to protect myself. But uh, this is... I mean, everyone's like, yeah, it just sucks because it's these months. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this shit right now. It doesn't seem like it's getting better. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, like I'm looking at the the fucking timeline right now, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm honestly looking forward to the Invisible Man, though. I mean, yeah, you got to convince yourself something's gonna be good. It might as well be that. Well, did you see Upgrade? Upgrade was awesome. Yeah, same director, Leigh Whannell, who like wrote Saw and Insidious yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. I, I like. I think he's a very competent director. Absolutely. Um, but that movie looks stupid. <laughs> I would love to see the dark universe happen. I'm one of those weirdos who is like, the mummy actually wasn't that bad. Just give me as many movies as possible. Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't fucking care. I, I, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, just make I'm, movies. Make more movies. I am totally fine with a shared dark universe and that, like, culminates in a Monster Squad remake. God. That would be fun. That would be, well, I mean. If done right. If we did it. If we did it. Of course, I want a Monster yeah, Squad remake. A... That would be funny. I mean, it's not going to be. The problem is that's that's one of those impossible movies to remake. You can't remake Monster Squad. Oh yeah, it's like a moment in time to where if you did it now, it would be all the fucking annoying Stranger Things kids, or all the kids from the It movies or something. Like these are our stock children that we have. Who you who you like? You like these kids? I'm trying to and think like, of like they're all assholes. They would do that thing where, like, all the iconic lines in Monster Squad, they would, like, try and modernize the the language of them, like they did in, like, Beauty and the Beast or something, where they would take, like, um, yeah. all the big lines that they expect people to, like, get pops. They would be, like, they would be, like when the little girl says, don't be chicken shit, it would be, like, come on, guys, don't be uh, haters. <laughs> I don't know. Or, or it would be, like, a weird improv off of it where it's, like, um... Uh yeah, of course Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> uh yeah, he's a man. Uh, yeah, there would be Just like because he's a wolf. Uh, he identifies as a wolf. Uh, oh my god, that's what they would do. That is what they would yeah. do, and they'd be like, "Oh my god!" They would do that, and me and you, we would fucking laugh our asses off because that's hilarious. <sighs> You're right. No. <laughs> um, so we watched the fucking photograph with Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae. Um, you know, a big ray for is or big ray for Issa Rae, big year for Issa Rae too, because she'll be in the Lovebirds with Kumail. Yeah, uh, like in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got that to look forward to. And this movie, like I said, going in, I was like, this is gonna be some cheesy Lifetime shit. I don't. The poster doesn't like these no kinds favors. of things. Yeah, this is gonna end up religious or some shit. I don't. I'm not looking forward to this. And I actually had a very good time. Uh, really enjoyable movie. Uh, yeah, I like the soundtrack. I like the score. Dude, the like score, you said, the supporting cast. The score is going to be one of the best scores of the year. Like the score, I, honestly, yeah. I was so engaged. Like, that was like such a good, like I listened to it in my car. 
Yeah, it was very good and like fit Solid the movie so well. Score, and like, yeah. even though there's some dumb cheesy moments, even though it's like they kind of flip from the moms because throughout the movie, Issa Rae found the a letter from her mom that she's reading. So it cuts back to when her mom was alive and young and had and was like pregnant with her and had her as a child and everything um, in Nolens. Uh, yes. But so it shifts from like Issa Rae in New York with her relationship with Lakeith to uh, her mom's relationship with her father. Uh, classic like a uh, classic love story where the mom says you need to marry someone rich. You can't marry someone just some like fisherman in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, and they handled that surprisingly better than I thought they would. Yeah. Even I thought they would flip back and forth too much and it it. It worked. Yeah, I mean, as far as using that gimmick goes, they did it. They did it really well. Like I, I, I was because I was thinking about it. I was like, how how necessary are the flashbacks? Because I was like, do they take away? And then I was like, no, I think they do. Kind of add like this sort of. There was this weird atmosphere, like not atmosphere, but like tone. Um, there was like this. Did you get like a mystery? Like like there was like a sense of dread, like almost like a David Fincher movie, like. I, I was watching it and I was like, I feel like something's going to go horribly wrong. And, uh, I mean, spoilers, nothing really did go horribly wrong. But I liked that I thought something was going to. Yeah, the and it did have, I mean, there were moments, but they were, like, kind of predictable. Um, when, uh, uh, when it, like, turns out that, because it begins with Lakeith Stanfield. Um, go, he's just going to the dad's house. He doesn't know it's Issa Rae's dad. He doesn't even know Issa Rae at this point. And he's going to interview him about just like living in New Orleans or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's a really kind of a weird. Yeah. I'm not sure why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, uh, um, uh, there's like some reveals. It's revealed that like the dad or that guy is Issa Rae's father later on, um, her in, in her mom's timeline, like a reveal that her mom passed away and stuff like that. But I I could kind of see those coming. But the audience I was with, like for each one of those, they were like, "Oh my god!" Like, so it worked. Oh, it, like really? Okay, that that's it did. Yeah, like I had funny. a lot of gasps. That's so a lot weird. of gasps in my audience. Yeah, for, to me, to me, a lot of it felt. To me, a lot of it was like. I was expecting bigger twists, so the actual, like, very minor twists were, like, actually surprising, but it wasn't, like, gasp-worthy. But maybe that's what it was. It was just, like, a subverting by subverting. I don't know, but it, I, I definitely liked... I mean, the plot was solid. I, I uh... I, yeah, sol- solid uh, romantic movie. Um, yeah, it was believable, uh, uh, good chemistry. Uh, Chelsea Peretti as Lakeith's, like, boss at the newspaper he works at. Um who like who even though she doesn't get that much screen time whenever she was on people were like laughing and enjoying her uh that was one and, of the more realistic oh. boss moments in a movie too when she like does the thing where she like pretends that she's mad at him for leaving but does the toast that is like everybody pretend to feel sad oh her. yeah i was like that is so real like that's a just a real thing that happens at offices every day yeah, a lot of the dialogue in this felt genuine, natural. Yeah. Some of it was a little off. I mean, there. I don't know about you, but like the the date thing when they're comparing, like when they're talking about Awful. rappers and stuff. I, I was just like, this seems so put in because on their first date, it's like, so what do you think about like? Uh, I forgot who the first one they mentioned. Oh, Kanye. They talk about Kanye, then they talk about Drake, and then Kendrick and Issa Rae's Like, I hate Kendrick. Yeah, like. It would have almost been better if, like, a Kendrick song came on. Just because it ended up being such a fucking huge thing in the plot. Like, it was, like... It was, yeah. So, it was, like, a huge theme in the movie was, like, she doesn't like Kendrick because it reminds her that, like, life is sad. And, uh... Yeah, she likes Drake instead because he just wants you to have a good time. And Kendrick is too ambitious in asking you to do something. Yeah. Even though her character, I think, would be too smart of a person to actually like Drake, but that, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. She seems more of like an artsy <laughs> person. She works at like a museum and everything. Yeah. She should have said like, uh, I don't know. She should have said like The Roots or something. I don't know. Like a more of a right. cool, smart rap group. 
It's and then like Lakeith likes like little pump and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, who else? Lil Rel in this like fucking held it together for me. He was so good. Has he been bad in something yet? I don't think so, and I don't think that's gonna happen because every single time he's on, every single thing he says, everyone's laughing. Everyone likes him. Every time he's on screen, everyone perks up because they want to see more he's of him. I could watch so his lovable. scenes alone. I could watch his scenes alone on repeat and like love, just enjoy this so much. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, yes, a hundred percent. He even like his little throw. Like there was definitely a couple things that were improv from him, and I was like, okay, yeah, he gets a pass. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, and like a bunch of that stuff just like landed. Like whenever it's him closing out a scene by like turning around and talking to yeah, his exactly. Kid, like, hey, what what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah, like, he's like your mom's right there. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> he got the one F word too. It, it, he got the one F word. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him, you know. God bless him. He's Lakeith's, uh, I, I guess, older brother, right? Yeah. Oh, I just realized and that he, they're both in Get Out. Oh, yeah. That is very true. I don't know why I was so excited to bring that up. Whenever I see stuff like that on IMDb in the trivia section, I click the thumbs down because I'm like, who gives a shit? And, like, shout out to Lakeith because, like, I, I, totally, I keep forgetting he's in Get Out because he does such a good job in that as not being, <laughs> like, wide-eyed guy. himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But Lakeith, like, I, I thought Lakeith ruled in this. Um, he does seem like if I ever met him at a party, he would make me feel shitty about myself. <laughs> uh, he'd be like, you need to expand your consciousness and your mind. Like, and then I'd be like, okay, man, cool, yeah. I read that, um, and I don't know how true this is. I can't remember where I read it. But I read that he was in, like, the short-term 12 short. And then I think it took him a little while to actually get the movie made. And when they went to cast him as the same character in the movie, he was, like, quitting acting. Wow. And they had to, like, go find him and be like, hey, be in the movie. And he was like, okay. And now he's, like, one of the best actors going right now. I really, really like him. And he was – that movie would not be the same without him, too. Like, he was great in that. I mean, he's great in, like, pretty much anything you put him in, so. He's just really – More like, He's just, like, really good at being, like, understated and super believable in everything. Like, I'm not – I'm never going to – he's never going to win a fucking Oscar probably, but he's never also going to make, you know, dumb, dumb I hope bullshit. so. I, and I – I hope it's not one of those things where, like, he has to do a fucking slave role to get a Oscar, you know? Yeah. Like, or, or like, a Marvel movie. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> to get, to get uh, noticed. Uh, I think people respect him enough now that it's, like, he he's on radars, but I just don't think he'd... Like, that Alan Rickman quote I always remember when he says, like, actors don't win Oscars, roles win Oscars. I think that's kind of true, and I think Lakeith's been, yeah, yeah. been picking good movies, and... That should have been enough evidence to us that this would be pretty good. He hasn't been in a bad movie yet. Well, and especially with this one too, like he's showing like his range. Uh, like he can do, he can be in a horror movie as like a fun role. He can be in comedies. He could be in this, and he could be the romantic lead. Yeah, definitely. And he works. I thought Issa Rae was just okay. She seemed a lot of her like was her just reacting and being like, and like looking at him like wide eyed. I uh, I think she she had a couple scenes where I was like I I was like wow like I wish I wish this was her the whole time you know like that, that oh might yeah not have, agree with that, that. could have been the role too though I mean you never know but I definitely the direction yeah because there was definitely some parts where I was like okay she's gonna be she's gonna be sweet at some point like because she's definitely she like oozes charisma for sure yeah she's like super super charming and also she has um. I think the most perfect teeth I've ever seen. I don't know yeah, if you noticed yeah. that. Like it was, I felt like an asshole noted. Like, cause I'm always like, it's kind of a weird thing to like, to like focus in on. But I mean, look at any picture. She has an amazing smile has, and there's a lot of close-ups of her smiling in this and she just looks amazing. And then after looking at her teeth, I noticed that she has the most unique ears I've ever seen too. Rocco, you're in love. I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> I think Can I, we get Issa Rae on the line? She is great. I really like her. She was. I mean, in this movie, like, honestly, like, we just listed all those actors we liked. Uh, the mom actor was good, too. Like, uh, 
in the in the flashbacks. Oh, definitely. Uh, it, in the um uh the the dad in the flashbacks was good it just like very like understated performances they weren't like trying to go all out her her non-biological um, father was really he had like some really good like little monologue moments like where he's t- yeah yeah there yeah. yeah man uh, it was like a the score was great yeah. i really enjoyed this movie <laughs> and i did not think i would I think, and, and that's definitely I, I mean, speaking for myself, but I think that's for sure part of it is like going in expecting. I wasn't expecting it to be bad. I was just expecting it to be boring. Um, Same. And it was yeah. totally or just engaging. derivative. Yeah, and so I. Yeah, I thought I thought it'd be so generic. So I think having the expectations that way helped it, but I think that I mean I have no problem recommending this to people, and I kind of would expect them to enjoy it. Yeah, I would too, and especially anyone who's it, especially because it's so weird that like these movies don't really come out too much anymore. And if they do, they do have that Christian angle or they do have like, yeah, they have to be, they have to have some weird thing. There's like no more, just like nice romantic movies, like little slice of life things, which this was You're right. And there it was, was like kind of refreshing. There was no like, yeah, there was no spiritual element. There was no like magical realism. It was just like a straight up <laughs> straight. Up. Yeah. There, yeah. There wasn't a thing where like Issa Rae hits her head and then she gets a certain power that makes her see that she is her mom reincarnated yeah. and she gets a second chance at, at doing or, their love or her right? mom her, her her mom is possessing her <laughs> and then that's why and like she's like has to keep like she has to like shake her mom's ghost out of her and be like oh that wasn't me that was my mom talking blah 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 like okay write that no, down edit that yes out, yes and, let's right. get it ghost ghost mom romantic comedy uh you're right uh mike they, there there wasn't a plot line about a tiger that's what you were talking about right <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes um but yeah such a good surprise i i just can't like say enough how much this like made me excited for like every actor in it to do more work yeah 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 um, I'm glad it didn't like completely fail at the box office. I mean, last weekend it made 12 million, which you know is like small beans compared to like Sonic making s- close to 60. But you know, whatever. Uh, fuck, it's in the top five at least. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, for sure. I, I mean, and the budget couldn't have been that high. I think that this is. I mean, this probably is fine, right? I mean, it's probably not going to be considered a flop at all. Oh no, not in, not at all. And I, the budget could not have been that like that yeah, much. There's no, you there's know? no way. It's not like in. I, I wouldn't. I don't even think it would go past like twenty million. Because I'm trying to think of like I'd be what shocked. would cost it. I'd be shocked. Well, the, yeah, because even the hurricane stuff was done in such a good way. It was easy. Oh yeah, just raining. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just very, yeah, so they didn't go all out with, like, effects to make you see how, like, much the hurricane was destroying shit they or anything. They went outside after, and they do, like, a long take on one street with, like, garbage cans on branches on the street. And, yeah, you believe that a hurricane that's happened. That's you know. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not really that distracting. The only thing distracting yeah, about uh, it is that nobody else is on the street. Kind of weird in New York. Yeah, that's true. I was like, is it safe for them to go out right now? Yeah. Like, is this just like the eye of the storm? Yeah, kind of odd. Yeah, and also it's good that, uh, you know, going into this, I was like, it's good that, um, you know, that we're getting romantic movies with uh, people of color instead of like an all-white cast. Uh, and my thought process was like, you know, I, I must have read an article about this or something, but... Someone was saying like representation isn't isn't just saying like uh, we're gonna put a black person as the black superhero yeah. in the Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like we're and it's not like being like we they have to make an amazing movie like with black people. It's like no, it's more just these like uh, I and I thought it was gonna be more generic, but I was like, if this is a piece of shit, that's still like cool for like representation because it's like yeah, like you could have an all black cast in a cheesy romance movie like and that's like more represent or like better representation than just having a token like black panther that's true and i will say the the one thing that does kind of suck though is we probably wouldn't have watched this if not for this podcast which 
that True. that kind of sucks. <laughs> it does. Yeah, because that, that this is totally like a movie that a lot of people should 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 want to watch, especially given the choices that they have in the theater right now. And and yeah, but I mean, you're right. Oh. For sure, I would recommend this. I think above anything else, unless like you haven't seen like some of the like Parasite or something. Yeah, you know, there's still some stragglers like from 2019, but yeah, unless unless the gentleman is still showing in your theater, this is the best movie in your theater. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Um, and also, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have appreciated this movie as much. I think if I hadn't constantly seen the shitty movies before it too, where I'm like, oh, such a good breath of fresh air. I like ah uh, yeah it just made me I was like this is great I love this like uh, more more of this yeah please please God <laughs> help me but yeah that's that's our recommendation which I guess uh you know I guess people tuning into like two white guys talking about movies <laughs> yeah. on a podcast yeah, we're recommending the photograph go see that movie before anything else yeah pay for it honestly yeah like make sure it does I mean it'll probably hit make its money back but you know it, it deserves that more than like fantasy island i think oh yeah definitely because <laughs> at this point and i talked about yesterday we're getting a fantasy island too baby money wise too they're getting it for sure oh yeah they budget was seven million fantasy island made 21 Blumhouse, man they, million fucked, they, they, they got it cracked they got the code cracked i guess so like let me see if the budget for photograph is on here i don't think it is Ooh, budget for photograph was sixteen million. So that's actually higher than I thought, but but lower than they need. They're they're going to be good to go. Me too. Yeah, it was higher than I thought. They haven't made it back yet, but the strong like weekday numbers that I've seen so far make me really think that yeah, it's at thirteen point three now. So just three million more. They'll make and the it. marketing for that wasn't couldn't have been that high either. So they yeah right. It's not like they're yeah. looking for a photograph sequel, but I just want all these people to get fucking some notoriety to get more work yeah. yeah more movies like this to be made uh yeah i was totally thinking this was going to be the cheesiest thing i ever seen and uh pleasantly surprised this is that mid-budget thing people are talking about that's dead supposedly yeah yeah and uh i mean more people are seeing hopefully more people see this and i'm hoping i'm hoping the 2020s is the year is the decline of marvel uh, I think that's a fairly safe bet. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, I mean, they're not getting off to a good start this year with like Shang Chi and Black Widow. The problem is those movies will—they're going to make money though. They're just not going to be like huge fucking explosive movies. They're still going to make money. So that yeah, it's going to be one of those things where uh, people call it a flop and it made like. All of it, they made like millions yeah, yeah. of dollars. It made, it and made half a billion like, dollars on a fucking hundred million dollar budget, and people are like, underperform, bomb. Yeah, that's so nuts. It's so funny. That's 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 that is that is actually kind of good though. Like, I do kind of like that narrative being written about like Disney movies where people expect them to make a billion dollars. So when they don't, people are like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like, uh, I went to go see Solo on, uh, I think it was the opening weekend, and the guy working at the box office was just like, it's a flop. <laughs> <laughs> we got a flop, people. I look on my phone, and I was like, it made all this money. How could it be a flop? I don't get I it. I think there's a certain, we, 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 we theater employees, we, we simply despise the mouse, my friend. Oh, yes. I mean, I agreed with you there, but it, it's just so funny that it's like, yeah, it, it. I don't know. Will a Star Wars movie ever like make, just like a completely like fail and make like two thousand dollars in a weekend or something? I, I, I think that, I think that Disney's, I think that Disney has the, like entertainment industry so figured out that the only reason that they delayed Star Wars movies is because that was going to happen. I think that. Something told them. Yeah. Something told them that they were actually going to have a real flop, so they had to pull back and create some more excitement with Mandalorian and with a little bit of a uh, fucking time between the movies. Did you see the fucking drops on Rise of Skywalker and like the on like Box Office Mojo? If you look at like the timeline of the weekend, oh, no, it's, it's dropping yeah. like sixty percent every time. And I think brutal. the weekend after it came out, it dropped like close to seventy percent, and every other movie went up. Yeah, uh, 
and that's and that a lot of that is just the repeat viewers. Like nobody saw that twice. I didn't even see it twice. Yeah, I saw right? every fucking one of them twice. I saw it twice only because I saw it once in theaters and once when uh, Bugman uh, reviewed it. Yeah, I don't count on that. the Bug TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't. And, I, and I, honestly, it's like right in the middle of the Star Wars movies for me. I didn't even hate it that much, and that's probably why I didn't go see it again because I was like, eh, it's fine. I honestly liked it more than uh, the other two sequels because it was so ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Rocco, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, for sure. uh, it was great talking about this. I'm I'm not apologizing. This is one of the podcasts where I don't apologize to the person at the end. Good movie. Hell yeah, that's that's sweet. Don't apologize so, to yeah, anybody. Um, don't ever. Hey, you know what? Yeah, th- don't ever apologize for what you do. Oh, thank you, Rocco. Do you have anything you need to plug, stream, uh, or your Twitter account? Or I anything? have a new podcast. Actually, that's the only thing I'll plug. That's uh nice. I, I'm glad it's out because I have good timing. But it's called Social Climbers. It's me and my friend Jeremy. Um, we're we're trying to get a guest every week that has more followers than the last until we get Katy Perry on our show. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. So it's episode two came out today, and uh, hopefully we keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah, that's I love that concept. Are you starting off high, or are you starting off with like a? You should have found like a zero or one follower person. We had a friend with like a hundred, and then we're gotcha. we're gonna run into some problems at some point where we have to like. Oh yeah, you don't want to make the jumps too big. Yeah, I think we, I, we might have fucked that up already, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, um, check that. Is that gonna be on Buzzcast? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm gonna work on that. We'll see. You should ask them. They'll host it for free and everything, so that's yeah. Nice. It's probably a good call. I, I should, I should yeah. actually probably do that, like right now. So you don't have to like pay for it or anything. It's it's the only reason I started this one back up, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good idea. You're a smart guy. Well, thank you, Rocco. <laughs> you're you're pretty smart too, <laughs> and handsome. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. Um, see you next time for more movies. Uh, bye. Yeah.